Welcome to a special Gen Con edition of All Us Geeks. I'm Jeff King. And I'm Jordan Steinhoff. And we're here to give voice to your inner geek. And this week, my voice is hoarse. (laughs) It's been three, four days of talking, talking, and talking. I can't wait for Sunday at this point. We never do that. (laughs) All right. So what what this is going to be is basically like a rapid fire uh, talking to a lot of different people here at Gen Con, see how their Gen Con's going. So we're going to have a five-minute-ish intervals with various people that have come. All this wonderful background noise you are hearing behind us is your people, the geeks. (laughs) All right. So we're going to get this started here. All right, and here we are, right in the middle of Gen Con on the busy Saturday. And I'm going to be talking to Randall Bills from Catalyst Games. And as you all are well aware, we are huge fans that this is the year of Shadowrun. So how is that going for you so far, Randall? Uh, it is going phenomenally well. As uh, you know, it got kicked off a little later in the year that, uh, than we originally wanted, but uh, Shadowrun 5 is here at the show. Uh, the response has been phenomenal. We just long lines and we can't you know endless boxes tearing open which is always great to see and uh even better we're in the gaming hall we're running way over the numbers that we were running last year uh, it seems like just every year we uh, over the last two or three years we've been uh, seeing more and more people either returning to Shadowrun after being away for a while uh or just discovering it for the very first time and again, as you guys are well aware, we are uh, we were thoroughly impressed with the Shadowrun Fifth Edition uh, when we got a chance to look at it. But I'm also seeing some of the other stuff here at the con that you have coming up for Shadowrun. So how is Crossfire going so far? Uh, every time, well, you know, usually I'm sprinting by the booth or meeting somebody, but uh, uh, the booth has been super full, and that demo usually has three or four people deep on it. Uh, so it seems to be going over really well. Uh, you know, we've been, uh, we had, a uh, some demo packs done, mm-hmm. uh, and we've been, you know, carefully finding every distributor we can and kind of seeding that market, uh, uh, just to show off the excitement that, that we're seeing and hopefully, you know, get this out as far as we can. Awesome. And how about, uh, Sprawl Gangers? How's that coming along? I know I've been seeing tweets from you about, uh, getting those ready and getting them, uh, to the point where you, you more playtesters and feedback, feedback from playtesters going. Yeah, uh, we, we slowed it down a little bit, mainly because of all the things that we're doing. Obviously, if anyone who has followed us uh, and the travails of Leviathans knows that uh, uh, we don't have the strength in miniatures that we do in books, and we're still learning that process, so we wanted to make sure that we slowed it down just a little bit and took a little more time to make sure that what what we're saying we can deliver, we can deliver, and it's of the quality that we want it delivered. Now, that being said, I did send out... Uh, uh, literally, I think like two days before I got on a plane to come here, I sent out the third playtest cycle uh, that's going to be about two months long. Uh, and I probably envision one last playtest cycle uh, heading into the fall. Uh, but so far, I'm exceedingly pleased with where it's at. Uh, the you know the guys playtesting have been doing a fantastic job, seem to really being enjoying it. Uh, and I've been slowly you know talking about that in blogs now and then up on uh, ShatteringTabletop.com and. I'll continue to do that. Awesome. Uh, also, of course, you've got more going on than just Shadowrun. Uh, you got plenty of stuff going on here, but let's talk about uh, the Duke. 
the Duke is a tile laying game. It was uh, brought to us uh, like two years ago by uh, Jeremy Holcomb, great game designer. Uh, it, was, it was kind of funny story. He had two or three other games that he was pitching to Lauren. And Lauren's like, well, you know, those look pretty good, but do you, do you have anything else? And Jeremy's like, well, I got this other thing over here. And he pulls it out. And he had had some production samples done. We took one look at, he took one look at that and immediately was like, wow, Randall's got to come and see this. And I took one look at it. Like, yeah, sold me half <laughs> that I played for about 30 seconds and he sold me the whole way. Uh, and so we kickstarted it last summer, had a great reception on that. Uh, and we, we followed it and I will let you know, I am a backer. So <laughs> thank you for bringing that to, uh, <laughs> oh, to the public. I, I, you know what? <laughs> I, I just, I love good games. Uh, I love it when I'm able to be a part of that. And Jeremy, I, I'm, you know, to be honest, I'm green with jealousy. Jeremy created such a fantastic, just fine tuned, uh, engine. And it is ludicrously fun to play endlessly. And we have a table here that's been uh, filled with demos the entire time. We have a giant, uh, the Duke board that we created, which is super fun. That almost always has a crowd around it. You know, ultimately it's about, um, you know, there's lots of good games that don't take off because, you know, they're just not found. They're not seen. Uh, and so part of the reason for the big sign, the big tiles is hopefully just to get it in front of people. So they're, they're recognizing it. They're seeing it. Uh, we've had some phenomenal reviews on online, uh, you know, Tom Vassell was almost making our ears all warm by <laughs> picking the Duke as his second favorite abstract game of all time. Uh, so, yeah, we, we have high hopes for that. We got uh, lots of new expansions coming out, uh, lots of great ideas for future expansions if we can get there. Anything uh, surprise you this year? Anything that went a little bit different than you thought it would or um, has been picked up faster? Um, trying to think. Well, at, at the end of the day, Leviathan's, I think Leviathan's almost always surprises me because it, it took forever to get out. Uh, and then we've gone a whole nother year and, and we had a really fun little deck of cards here, but no more ships, no more anything. And yet people are, you know, camped out and, and in the gaming area and playing for endless hours. The booth is always busy. We're constantly selling it. Uh, and that's, you know, despite all the problems, that's part of why that that gives us hope that there's absolutely an audience for this. We just got to figure out the correct way uh, to be able to produce it uh, and to be able to get it out to that audience that wants it. Yeah. Well, you guys have been doing an amazing job. And I, I can attest the booth has been crazy here uh, all weekend long. And now let's bring it back just a second here, back to a little bit of Shadowrun. Uh, sure. How, how do you feel about the Shadowrun Returns and how that's been going for you guys, uh, uh, that license? <clears throat> Well, uh, ultimately, we it was just an honor for us to be able to work with uh, Jordan. Uh, you know, we it, it, it was all harebrained schemes. Uh, we got to enjoy a little bit of cross-pollination as uh, Jason and his authors uh, worked on the story. Jennifer Brozek, uh, who's one of our writers, uh, was tasked to come in and write most of the, most of the script for the game. Uh, they did their Shadowrun uh, anthology, the printed book that's part of their Kickstarter. We got to help them produce that, most of the authors. So so there's some great pollination back and forth. Uh, and ultimately, I mean, you know, it's it was right before Gen Con, so I think I've only played maybe three hours and yeah. it's killing me. But even in, those three, even in those three hours, I was loving it. It's been fantastic to see, you know, tweets and kind of little updates on, on how fast the Shadowrun community is embracing the build and immediately going in. I think the last one I saw right before I got on the plane was uh, somebody had a vehicle 
uh, which was just fantastic looking. Yeah, there's some awesome community mod stuff already happening in that space. I think this game is going to have huge long legs exactly because of the community is going to make some amazing mods that we're all going to be talking about and enjoying. Anything else you want to point out? I see we got some stuff like linear and whatnot. Uh, playing behind us what, what, what else are we looking at here in the future um, well some of the other stuff well we're 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 continuing to come out with uh additional you know just tabletop games mm-hmm. uh we have a couple of those like linear that's in the work there's a it's a currently a, an app that you can go you can go up on uh, facebook and play it for free give it a try and then it's uh, a board game version will be coming out hopefully next year uh we have a couple of others that we're looking at um cosmic patrol uh, we have uh, a new one of those. We, that's our our homage to 1950s Golden Age sci-fi and rockets, ray guns, and robots. It's a it's a small GM-less game, a really fun, uh, easy to learn system. Uh, and we do one book of those a year, and we just come out with The Moon Must Be Ours, which is the next one. Uh, and then for BattleTech, we just published Alpha Strike, uh, and Alpha Strike is basically if you are any type of uh, war machine player, forty k, weird miniatures, any of those, uh, and have looked at BattleTech and always, you know, the eleven year old boy in you is like, wow, robot, sweet. <laughs> uh, but maybe the game system is a little intimidating because you know it's got some chunk to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the game for you. It speeds up play. It makes a lot simmer. The record sheets are literally shrunk down from an eight and a half by 11 to a little a playing card. Okay. Uh, and it plays fast. It's fun. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, it won't replace Baltic at all. We still love the original uh, to death, uh, but it's just a great additional way for those that would like to experience Battletech uh, in a new way. Well, I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you've been in super busy. Uh, I, I, I've chased you around a few times. And I appreciate your patience <laughs> waiting for me to but, find a spot to fit yeah, in. Yeah. I, I just want to say uh, from the podcast, uh, we appreciate you taking the time to have this conversation with me. You're but quite as welcome. a fan of the games you put out, and especially this being the year of Shadowrun and as a Shadowrun player, uh, we love it. So thanks for putting putting the time and effort into that game. You know, you're quite welcome. At the end of the day, I mean, you know, it, we love it as well. I, I, in fact, I told this story so many times this week, and I'm sure you guys are probably going to get sick of it. But, you know, <laughs> I walked into uh, 1989. I'm walking into my local game store, uh, uh, still there, Game Depot, Dave and Patty. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, and uh, walk in, Larry Elmore poster on the wall, that first edition cover. Oh, and I'm yes. like, what yes. the crap is that? I have to have it now. Uh, and while I haven't played it continually across that time, I've always loved it. And to be able to be involved in the entire year of Shadowrun, raising awareness and, and excitement for it, being able to do a Shadowrun 5th edition, it's, it's been just amazing. All right. Well, thank you, sir, very You're much for welcome. having this conversation. Thank you. Bye. Okay. All righty. I'm here with Brian Lenz, an organizer of the upcoming Grand Con. Brian, how has your Gen Con been going? Absolutely fantastic. Excellent. What are your high points? Have you been getting good press out for your convention? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, with some of our, of course, our gaming friends, such as yourselves, uh, and we, along with uh, myself and my business partner, Mark Spector, who runs Grand Gaming Academy, if you will, here at the con, demoing 180 games plus, you know, we're getting the word out there, being able to talk to people, finding a lot of local people from this area, and up in Michigan, even where we're, you know, our conventions in Grand Rapids, uh, getting a lot of traction, a lot of traction. So give us the brief rundown for our listeners who haven't heard of Grand Con yet, what is it going to be? Grand Con in itself is a tabletop gaming and comic book 
extravaganza. We're bringing in artists uh, from across the country. We have publishers on the gaming side from across the country, and we're marrying those up so the designers and the artists can have some fun. Along with that, of course, providing a game library of a 1,000 board games to play. We have folks coming in, such as Tracy and Laura Hickman, Ed Greenwood, Boyan Radakovich, and the list goes on. On the artist side, we have William Stout, we have Mark Nelson, Michael Peters, Scott Rosema, and the list goes on. That's a nice lineup. It absolutely is. Absolutely. So has it been all business for you here? Have you had a chance to hit the vendor hall or play some games? The what? Has it been all business for you? Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? It is... Uh, I it, fell for it. Yes. Uh. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> it has been, it has been a, a pleasure to actually be able to uh, meet the folks that I have and finally put a, a face to the name and to really talk about Grand Con and what we're about as far as driving... Uh, more enthusiasm for the industry on both sides, for the artists and for the board games and designers. And that in itself has been the heart of what our show will be, our convention on a yearly basis. That's where we where we thrive for the community in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and uh, meeting people that are just as enthusiastic and excited to see what we're doing. We have some great support, uh, you know, coming from all different angles, you know, with GTS distribution all the way over to local support with Celebration Cinema, who's presenting us this year. And uh, Mark and I have uh, have had tireless days and uh, never never ending business uh, to have this show. And we're already looking to book out 2014. We've been sold out uh, for almost three months in our vendor exhibitor hall. Well, that's a good time. That's a good sign. Are you are you expecting growth for 2014? Or yes, we are. Great, yes, we are. Alrighty, so I'll let you get back to your evening here, but what are your dates? Our dates are September 20th through 22nd of September. It's just 30 days away from Gen Con, so I know right after you bust open these brand new shiny games and you want <laughs> something to do, bring them on up to Grand Con in Grand Rapids, Michigan at the Prince Conference Convention Center, and we'll look forward to seeing you. Alrighty, thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Alright, thanks. Alright, here's a voice you've never heard on the podcast before. Never. Never. Who was that? Uh, hey, uh, this is Undead Viking from the lovely carpeted rooms of... the. J- what is this carpeting, anyway? And we're off to a great start with Lance, as always. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, it's really, it's like, this is like shag from, like, the mid-80s. It's lava, like, la- lava lamp shag. Yeah, That's what I'm going shag. with. Yeah, but the yeah. couches are nice. Couches are nice. Yeah, this is a very low chair. Yes, it is. Oh, hey, you know what? We're at Gen Con, by oh, the way. Yeah, oh, that's what all we're right. Talking. I thought we wanted to talk about <laughs> furniture for a while. And all right, so the Lance, lumbar support Lance, of this Lance, love seat. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> uh, what's been your highlight of the con, my man? You know, uh, you know, I, I'm still waiting for my highlight of the con. Actually, oh, me, let me kill it. Uh, this, this is. I was going to tell the story, uh, like when I got home doing my own little podcast thingy, but. Um, Oh, exclusive. Actually, no, no, no. I mean, this, this, my highlight of the con has nothing to do with any, like, game. Is like, the highlight of, of the con, for me, was uh, some fan of my videos and my mm-hmm. shows or whatever, uh, the, like, the three of them, the one out of the three, <laughs> uh, like, uh, tracked me down, and um, he had found, like, this expansion to this long out-of-print game that was completely unpunched that I've been looking for for years. Okay. And he just gave it to me out of the blue. Nice. Like, yeah, it was just that, like, it, I, I it, saw this for sale. It was, it was unpunched. It was mint. I know you're looking for it. Uh, as a thank you, here you go. And the guy was just, I mean, it was like, you know, a, a 30-year-old game, that yeah. was, and he had found it. And so that, that was like the highlight of the conference. That is an absolutely beautiful moment right there. Well, yeah, that was, that was really cool. <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't know what I did to deserve that, but, you know, whatever. And, <laughs> neither do uh, I. No, neither do I. Nobody knows. <laughs> no. 
But uh, no, I think the uh, I think as far as games go, I mean, I'm, I, 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 people like that say I just hate games, so why do I review <laughs> things? Um, but but then everybody says I all my reviews are too positive. But I mean, I I, I guess um I I I've enjoyed uh the new uh the new Primitive Press uh, uh Hive Command games the the oh, War yes. Machine yep. and Hordes. Mm-hmm. Um, they work great as two player games. Yes. Uh, as four player, it just really bogs down. But then again, I think that might get a little bit better, mm-hmm. uh, when you have, you played the game a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. So when you know what you're doing a little bit more. I think, I think if it. you're a, a fan of the Perpetrator Press world, that, that mm-hmm. Hordes War Machine world, um, you, you get a lot out of, out of it because mm-hmm. of like, you know, the backstories of yep. all the different units and all the different like generals and what have, or war yeah. casters. I know some know. of our group picked up some of it over the weekend here too. Yeah. yeah I've, I mean, I've seen so, it but I, I think, I think two things are going to, people are going to come come away with, uh, as being the, uh, the hits of the convention, uh, I think are going to be Firefly, which they couldn't yes. keep right. on the shelf. But then I think a lot of that had to do with third party market. I mean, I think people were buying it because I guess you can find that junk on ebay now going for three times the price already yeah that might be some of it but i i know i've talked to a lot of people that actually sat in on the demos and played it and and i've heard nothing but positive come back about how they've done it and remember when we talked before i put it on our list of watches just because the the question at the time or actually the statement at the time was don't screw this up yeah and everybody that's come back now has kind of said they haven't screwed it up yeah, so that's I mean, good to hear. I played it. I, I, I thought it was, a, I mean, it was a pick up and deliver, mm-hmm. you know, kind of Euro-y game. And it felt a little bit of, you know, here, I'm just going to do my little thing. Then you do your little thing. Let's mm-hmm. see who can do the best race to do the best, our little thing. Yeah. <laughs> and which, you know, isn't necessarily a bad game. Um, you know, I mean, uh, you know, the, 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 the Firefly series wasn't really known for, you know, competing groups of good guys racing each other yeah. or anything yeah. like that and having fights or anything. So, I mean, I get it. I, I think, I think what it, that is the, that stupendous popularity that show has gotten, you know, near mythic uh, level. I mean, is, it propelled it. The, the low numbers of games propelled it. The price point in that game for the Chrome that you yeah, get, yeah, fifty bucks. I mean, not bad. They did really well. It's, and yeah, it looks really and, nice. Um, and you know that that the the special uh, mistake figure. The only reason, yeah, well, there's that <laughs> yeah. resin figure, and the only reason that's in there is because they had a mistake or right. something. They had to replace it. So. Oh, our mistake becomes uh, uh, Gen, Gen Con, Con exclusive. exclusive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, I think that, and then um, the Pathfinder game. Yes, uh, I, I'm hoping to teach that to our group tonight. After all this wraps up. Now, what what do you think of it? Uh, we haven't we haven't played it yet. But the oh, last, how are you going to teach it if you haven't? Played well, the it last yet? two nights I've been reading the rules after everything else has been done. So well, I you, I you got through the rules last night. I have no faith in you. Or I hate you, but <laughs> <laughs> if you want to stick around and join us, yeah. Oh, see, yeah. <laughs> no, he um, gives and he takes away, people. Yes. This has been the uh, ongoing relationship of all us geeks and undead Viking for a long time. I, <laughs> I, um, no, I, 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 it's sort of bittersweet that game is for me because, yeah. um, if I didn't play role playing games like as much as I do, yeah. I probably would really, really dig it. I mean, because it, uh, it's obviously, um. Uh, uh, they're trying to port over that 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 RPG feel into a into a card game, which you know you can't make, you can't do it. I mean, but they're, they're trying, mm-hmm. bless them. And um, but they come close. And I have a couple problems with it. Um, I really dislike the fact that they just basically took the art they already have and they and they just slapped it on the cards. Yeah. You know, which which whatever. And and <laughs> you know they're they're maybe perhaps keeping the price down by doing mm-hmm. that. Or see now I don't mind that because I like 
Paizo's art anyway for the for the RPG. Well, let me. Do you do you read comics? You read comics, right? Yes, I do. And you do you like you like say Marvel comics and Spider Man and X Men and stuff like that. You like those? Oh yeah, pretty cool, right? Well, you know, Upper Deck went out and they they got brand new art for every one of their cards. They didn't they didn't just go yeah. and search through the comic books and and find pictures of Spider Man and slap those on legendary cards. Yeah, so that that's not necessarily a good thing at some points well, either. How is that not? The, the artwork <laughs> is beautiful and legendary. I mean. It's okay. You, you, it I, I like it legendary. Like has got two nickels barely scraping together. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know. So, but regardless, I always said that you know it, it, the components uh, shouldn't matter. And oh, geez, oh God, <laughs> hello, Patrick Nickel. Uh, I just that—that's. I need an adult. You know, you know. I, I, I feel uncomfortable <laughs> and unclean right now. <laughs> but um, and then the other thing is is that there's a little bit of a disconnect due to the fact that, and I don't think there's anything you can do. You can't fix it. Right. Um, because like you'll you know it's like oh I'm on a rope bridge you know like the little adventure and like you know, like there's the locations you, you you read the rules yes there's the locations mm-hmm. and you you send your adventurer to a location you start experiencing that location you turn encounter cards over and whatever and so you know you'll run into monsters that don't fit into the area that you're at you'll yeah. you'll run into traps that don't make sense for the okay. area that you're okay. at and so there's that 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 lack of you know. For a game like that, immersion should be king. If you're trying to do a role playing game, you should feel like you're on an adventure. And I'm here, and and it's probably a problem because, like I said, I play too much D and D as it is, and so I get immersed when I actually play D and D, right? Or Pathfinder or what have you. And so with this, you know, if if you're like if you're if I'm searching at catacombs and I'm and I'm finding you know a, a goblin and a skeleton and what have you, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I run into uh, a pirate on a sailing ship, and that and that, that that happens. But I'm just saying. Well, we had a situation where, like, we, there was a spot that had a rope bridge, and then we turned over a card, and it was like uh, some sort of trap that made no sense, like a, like a like a, a cave in. You know, it's oh, like well, I'm not okay. on a cave. Yeah. I'm 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 on a I'm on a rope bridge between two chasms. You know, right. it, 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 so it just you know it kind of sucked you out of it. It, it. Minor quibbles. The game mm-hmm. is mechanically sound. Um, oh, now, I, I'm gonna let somebody else come over and talk. I swear. Really? Yeah, I am. But because um, we just lost <laughs> half the people. Sta- no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing about it was, uh, uh, I I didn't I didn't really like the fact that um, uh, the cards themselves mm-hmm. like have little check boxes. Like theoretically, yes, you're gonna be yes. writing on the cards. No, they yeah they say that in the rules. That, yeah, yeah and, and I hate so, that. But and, and I guess I guess the Paizo website has like PDFs you can download. Yeah. And you can just use those instead. Yeah. Which cool, right? Right. But I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Can right. I swear? I shouldn't fucking have to. You know. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Uh, you know, include a pad of paper. Yeah. You know, with it. I mean, how much? Is a I pad ended of up paper? getting top top loaders to do dry erase on the top since those you don't shuffle them into anything. But you're right. I mean, I shouldn't have to do that either. No, I, I shouldn't have to. You know, unless you you know, and so. And I worry about replayability as well mm-hmm. because uh, they're going to be pumping out uh, an adventure pack. Adventure every, decks, yeah. Like what? Forty-five days? I heard. Think I heard. Or I heard yeah. every month. Heard every two months. Or forty-five days. Whatever. And to extend this adventure. And so right. theory, that sounds kind of cool, but it doesn't take long to like beat it. And if like one, you're sitting around waiting. Are you really going to want to go back and do it again? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, don't you think there'll be some uh, a good set of community adventures and stuff though? Coming out, which people well, trying I to suppose, use. I mean, yeah, I can yeah. see that. I can yeah. see that. But you still need that, like maybe that iconic villain or something. Right. Or, yeah. And I can see people creating their own stuff too. Yeah. But you know, 
I shouldn't have to support the game myself. I don't know. I, you know, right. I, I'm, I'm probably just looking for things to be annoyed about. Spirium, All right. So. Spirium is a very solid Euro. Oh, I, I that's should right. mention that. Yep. Spirium is a very solid Euro. And um, uh, Three Little Pigs is probably one of the better uh, kids' games that's come okay. out in a long time from Yellow. So awesome. there you go. I mean, none of the games I mentioned suck by any means. <laughs> and, and I just, you know, I'm... As as I've gotten older, I've become a little more hypercritical <laughs> with 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 my feelings right. about games. So, all right. So, are you gonna uh, are we gonna are we gonna set up a play date in the future here? Well, you, you said you wanted to come and record more. So, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. We, let's, we can figure well, let's do that. Then. Okay, let's do that. All right. So, so that was well, Lance from yeah, Undead Viking. Thank We're you. cutting him off. Thank you, Jeff. King. Because he's so done talking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. All right, so now we are going to talk to Patrick Nickel from Crash Games. How, how are, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> uh, not do, not, not there, please. Uh, nope. Nope. No? Okay. Uh-uh. Okay. Higher. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> it, are you going to talk that low the entire time? Cause Maybe just for a really? little while. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is fun. <laughs> Next. Hello. <laughs> I've heard you elsewhere. I, I know I have you have a voice. Voice, <laughs> a right. boisterous voice. What? Uh, how's the con been going for you, sir? Absolutely horrible. The state of Indiana should just blow itself up. No, I kid. Uh, I kid. It's been great. You're going to get our Canadian. <laughs> Canadian <laughs> kicked out of the country. Why the Canadian? <laughs> because so I've been because I've been have been having people sign the petition for years now and. Uh-oh. I was hoping you were the catalyst to have that make that happen. No, it's not me. <laughs> I'm not the one. All right. So what are you? Uh, what are you uh, showing off here? Are, are you? Uh, do you have a booth this year? No, I, I don't have a booth this year. It is so uh, unbelievably expensive. Maybe in <laughs> maybe in future years when I'm uh, making that that Sentinels of the Multiverse money. Now I <laughs> I love you, Christopher. Maybe maybe in future years. No, just here. Uh, Working hard, playing games, meeting with uh, prospective designers, looking at new pitches, and uh, showing some showing some games off the uh, natural, homegrown way. Nice, nice. So, uh, what's been the highlight for you then so far? Um, I would have to say the quality of the prostitutes located here in <laughs> Indianapolis. I'm no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cover your ears. Cover your ears, children. Um, the highlight so far, the weather's been great this week. Oh, it's been awesome, hasn't like, it? I'm a, I'm a large man, and I, there's a lot of walking at Gen Con, and when you're outside and it's oh, it's muggy like a <laughs> like a bathroom, and it's sticky. It just it makes it unpleasant. Like Columbus was horrible this year. It was just so yuck outside. It's been beautiful, and uh, Gen Con is just people just swimming with people. Lots of cosplay, lots of freaks. I love the madness that is Gen Con. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got to say, for everybody that says that geeks don't get any exercise, once a year we do. Whatever, man. <laughs> I'm on the convention circuit. I should be like 90 pounds by now. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, what, what do you got? You got something uh, coming up here soon? Uh, well, we, uh, we always got stuff going on at Crash Games. We make homegrown fun, and uh, we're just wrapping up production on uh, Paradise Fallen, mass production. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lance! Lance! <laughs> Man, it, that is I'll called tell you payback. What, that was the best date ever. <laughs> call me. Call me in the morning. He's just going to leave cab fare on the dresser. I know it. So anyway. Wow, you got cab fare. I did. You, you well, bitch. It, it was a coupon for 10% off cab fare. I think that was in the Gen Con book. But uh, no, we got we got tons of great stuff. We got uh, Council of Verona just went into mass yes. production. I'm expecting 
to deliver that and Paradise Fallen to backers, knock on wood, uh, the end of October and then have both nice. of those for sale uh, at BGG Con. And then the big, the big project that's coming up, the one that everybody wants to know about is Pater yes. by Tori Neiman. Yes. He's the designer of Alien Frontiers. Yep. A couple of you may be familiar with that game. <laughs> uh, pretty if, good game. If you're not, you were not at uh, Con of the North if two years ago not, when I did it like to 30. Be playing it. When I taught it like 30, 40 times over a weekend. <laughs> that is an amazing game. So we got the arts wrapped up for Pater. Uh, we've got the graphic design underway. Looking for a January 15 launch on Kickstarter. I know that's a, a bit birthday. of time off. Ooh, Thank you. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> I expect you there day one at the $5,000 level. Yeah. I've, I've supported just about everything that you've done. Hey, so that far. is awesome. Uh, the, two, the, the two big ones you mentioned, I'm one of those guys that are hoping you're knocking on wood properly. I am knocking on wood <laughs> properly. I'll tell you what. I spent some late nights behind the scenes making sure that stuff gets uh, delivered on time. But Paydirt is a... Is a great game if you've seen Gold Rush, the uh, TV show on on uh, Discovery. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a modern uh, uh, mining outfit where you're having to manage your workers, your personnel, your gear, your equipment. A lot of fun worker placement uh, auction game, and right. uh, I'm really quite proud of it. And I think that uh, if you like worker placement, check it out. All right. Well, thanks, Patrick, for hanging out with me for a little bit. And now we, I'm not sure who we'll talk to next, whoever comes to the seat next, I well, guess. thank you, Jeff. Why don't we get Ian Stedman over here? <laughs> Ian, come on down. Hey, Patrick, what's up? Here's the microphone, buddy. <laughs> All right. Ooh, it's warm. Hi, Jeff. Hey, well, I would introduce you, but it's, you already got the, got the shout out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, my name is Ian Stedman. I design Magnum Opus uh, by, uh, with association with Clever Mojo Games, which yep. is on Kickstarter right now. So how's that been going for you? Very well. Uh, we uh, we hit our funding goal in the first two days. Excellent. And we're on his stretches strongly into that process. I think there's uh, ten more days left. About okay. that much. Yeah. Uh, so have you been showing it off here, doing demos oh, yeah, for definitely. it? Yeah. Uh, Game Salute's been doing demos of Excellent. it. I've been showing it off too, and response has been very, very positive. Awesome. So how's your Gen Con been overall? Then what's your highlight? Busy. Yeah. <laughs> the highlight is when I finally get to sleep at night. No, I, uh, yeah. the highlight is, um, isn't that like Sunday night or yeah, Monday that, morning that's the or airplane ride home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've just I've been meeting so many great new people and playing so many great new games. It's um, you know last year was my very first Gen Con and I was. I was uh, doing a lot of demos with Game Salute that year. I would just be, I had just been signed for Magnum Opus, and I was helping them out. But now I, I've kind of been able to cut loose and explore a little bit more, and I'm just blown away by how huge it is. Okay, so you, you've got about 10 days left. Well, when's the actual uh, date? So when depending on when people listen to this, if they want to go check it out, when is the end date? Oh, my goodness. Um, I <laughs> want to say... I want to say Saturday the 27th. Don't quote me on that. It's around there. It might be the Friday before it. Okay. But it's it's very close to that vicinity. All right. And you're working on stretch goals then at this point. Yes, All right. So go check that out. Give them some love. And thanks for talking to me. Thanks for having me. I All appreciate right, it very man. much. All right. And here we are with the creative team from Epic Slant Games. Why don't you give yourselves a quick introduction? Hello. I'm Adam. I'm Kristen. And I'm Patrick. And you are here to advertise, work, promo, demo, what? Well, we're looking on Havoc and Hijinks right now is what our primary focus are. Mm -hmm. Mostly we're just trying to hang out and play some other people's games, but we've been doing a lot of demoing of that today. Excellent. And how has that been going? Very, very well. A lot of very happy, interested people. We hit our target demographic. We did the first exposure playtest hall, which is very good at finding the right kind of people for your game. Great. And uh, you're positive about uh, the final release? I'm pretty positive. So we are funded on Kickstarter. 
So we're kind of obligated at this point? Well, yeah, but, I mean, the, with the product. You, yeah, we're, we've got some rough edges. There's a few things that have come out in playtesting. Nothing major. No major, No more major changes, just minor, like, smoothing out some things. And all right. That's kind of what we're working on. And do you have a target date that you think you're going to be able to keep? Yes. We So we set May 2014, which mm-hmm. people have said, that's a little long for a Kickstarter. And I said, well, you don't get mad at me if I deliver early, but if I deliver late, then I'm not keeping my obligation. Sure. Yeah. And how's it been going? I know you had a long drive. Are you all three of you wiped out? I would say yes. At this point, definitely. And have you been able to rotate in and out, or have all three of you been busy the whole time? We've tried to do that, but with only three, and like today we were running two tables the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, no, we didn't get anything done. Like I said, we were just trying to hang out with some people and not fully successful on that end. Sure. I would like to point out that Patrick and I were running the tables while you were schmoozing. I spent some time with Jeff. Jeff and I have long conversations. I enjoy his company. I know, Jeff. That doesn't count as schmoozing. <laughs> that's that's pity. You know. Well, <laughs> Jeff says the same thing. He's so fun to talk to, too. We get along. So, yes, they actually, they both ran tables all day long for the most part, and I sort of just wandered off with Jeff for a while. We took the morning one because I was going to wake up for that. That is true. I took the 8 a.m. session while they got to sleep. So I Way think to I bite the bullet. That, yeah. yeah, I get some credit for that. Definitely. So for our listeners that don't know or might not have heard of your game yet, why don't you give us a quick two minutes uh, on what your game is? Okay, certainly. So Havoc and Hijinx is a light strategy card game for everyone. Our target demographic, though, is for the gamer that doesn't like deep strategy or has someone in their life that they want to kind of introduce to game culture or be able to play with them. You know, it's very cute. It's fast. 15 to 30 minutes. If you really know, like if you're really into it, mostly that 15 to 20 minutes, you basically play a role of a baby dragon. You're trying to build a treasure hoard and get one up on your friends. So that's kind of what we're at. Excellent. How many players? Up to four. Plays best with three or four, but you can play at two players, and then it's really fast. And components? All cards. uh, 80 cards, and then four two-sided dragons. Excellent. So uh, you've had a good Gen Con. What are your plans going forward? Well, we've had a great Gen Con, especially this is our first. We've never been to Gen Con, met a lot of great people, had a lot of good demos. So we're still on the road. This is our third stop. Next stop is Dragon Con in two weeks. And then Escapist Expo and then Collapsing. Escapist? Yes. That seems somewhat uh, not my first thought. Yeah, it's local for us. Oh, okay. There you go. That's the thing. Gotcha. So we're going to give it a shot this year. It's their second year. We'll try to support local and... We'll see how it turns out. Excellent. Well, thank you guys and lady for dropping by. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good con and a, and a good Dragon Con. Thank you. Good luck. All righty. And here I am with members of, or the members from Cardboard Edison. Please give a quick introduction. Hi, I'm Suzanne Zinsley. And I'm Chris Zinsley. All righty. And we're here at what is suddenly a much noisier Gen Con interview section. It, it's ramped up over the last five minutes. We brought a crowd with us. Well, <laughs> you got to have your peeps. So how has your con been going? Uh, fantastic. This is actually our first Gen Con, and it's just amazing and overwhelming and exciting and wonderful. We've just loved every minute of it. We thought that we were starting to get a hang of things and you know, getting the lay of the land, but we were meeting with someone, and we went to the complete opposite side of the convention uh, about 15 minutes late meeting them. So we'd, uh, <laughs> they're, they're, we, we thought we were getting it. We were definitely not. Yes, despite the what looked like accurate maps posted on every corner. <laughs> no, no. GPS is the way to go. So for our listeners who don't know Cardboard Edison, well, what are you here doing? We are here doing a few things. Um, one of the things we're supporting is our Kickstarter campaign for our game testing that's running through 
uh, till September 2nd. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also meeting lots of people and uh, just uh, letting people know about our blog, um, that we you know, run a blog for game designers with tips and everything. And what's that URL if it's quick? If not, we'll throw it in the show notes. It's but. very quick. It's cardboardedison.com. Excellent. Yep. And so what is your Kickstarter? Uh, the uh, Kickstarter is for a game called Tessin. It is a, a two-player real-time card game. Uh, it's being published by Van Ryder Games. Excellent. And the purpose? Uh, the purpose of the Kickstarter? No, the game. Oh, yes, the purpose of the game. That, <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> so, uh, so in this game, um, it's set in feudal Japan. And uh, players are uh, controlling rival clans, and uh, the Shogun has decreed that uh, there's been too much bloodshed between the clan warfare. And so to put an end to the violence, he's come up with something called a Tessin Challenge. Uh, so if there are any, uh, any disputes between the clans, uh, they uh, will face off and try and collect eight mystical creatures that roam the land. And the clan that collects more of these creatures, uh, the dispute will be ruled in their favor. Uh, so uh, each player is uh, trying to collect animal cards uh, and uh, steal them from their opponent. Uh, so it's a very quick game, very fast-paced game. Excellent. Uh, how many players? It's a two-player game. Two players. And your components? All cards? It's a card game, yep. Just cards. Well, but no extra scoring tokens or anything? Yep, yep. nope. nope. So. Pure card game. Cool. And how's your Kickstarter going? It's going very well. We're, uh, we're really amazed at all the support we've received and just... Thrilled. We met a whole bunch of our backers here, which was really, really exciting to meet them, and we were able to thank them face to face, which was just great. Yeah, we taught a couple of them the game in person, so it's awesome. There, there's been such great support. And so, uh, why did you go with the Japanese theme? Well, the the game was actually it's kind of a funny story. The game originally had a completely different theme. Uh, it was going to be the sequel to a different game that we were working on. We tried out both games the same day. The first one was awful. <laughs> uh, uh, but the sequel seemed promising, so we decided to focus on that. Uh, since we were making it its own game instead of a sequel, it needed a new theme. Uh, did some Google searches, and uh, we came up with uh, the Tessin, which is the Japanese war fan, um, which can be used for both attacking and defending. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the use of the cards for both attack and defense is kind of one of the key mechanisms of the game. Excellent. So it's uh, it's very interactive? Uh, you know what? It, it's funny. Uh, people who have played the game... Uh, can play it very much depending on their their personal play style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been described as everything from a solitaire style game all the way to a take that game, which are kind of on opposite ends that of the is, spectrum. That is. Um, it, it really fits a lot of play styles. And is it is it a polished product, or are you still getting feedback? No, it's totally po- uh, polished. All the final artwork is done. So as soon as the Kickstarter campaign ends, uh, Van Ryder's ready to send it out to the printer. Well, that's great. Thank you both for stopping by. I hope you enjoy (laughs) the last 12, 14 hours of the con. Thank you. You too. And I hope you can get out and have some fun. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thanks both. All right. Now, in this uh, rapid-fire extravaganza we are giving you, I'm going to sit down with Michael Coe. Hello, Jeff. Hey. So tell the people uh, your company. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm I uh, am the publisher with Gamelin Games. Uh-huh. If you're wondering uh, what that is, that's that wonderful Dungeon Heroes game that we uh, reviewed way back when. That was a very successful Kickstarter, and now I have my official copy, and it's so beautiful. Oh, glad to hear, <laughs> sir. And, and, and I've been getting a lot of good feedback about that. You know, I'm, I'm proud to to say that those 
nice laser cut wood mm. meeples are, are really leading the industry in, in terms of their quality. And you've got something coming up here very soon. Oh, I'm so excited about that too. And that's really what a lot of my concentration's been on here at Gen Con. Um, September 2nd, Fantasy Frontier hits Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fantasy Frontier, I'll tell you a little bit about that, Jeff, is a, a two to four player airship exploration game. It plays in about 45 to 90 minutes. I describe it as a light to medium Euro game, but with the nice setup of a tile placement, for instance, like a cargo zone, where you open up the box, you pick your airship, and you can get going right away. But then when you get into it, it's got the nice meatiness of a Euro game. Nice, nice. And that's coming up on Kickstarter here soon, huh? So it's yep. early September. Yeah, September second. Right. It's uh it's primarily a uh, pattern recognition game. So okay. um, the the players are going to have map cards that have geographic patterns that they're trying to recreate with terrain tiles. There's some, uh, and that's done the via tile placement. There's some worker placement, even some resource management. The players will have a unique airship uh, player board which they'll place the workers around the board to perform different duties. They can even disembark the workers to the land below. It's, it's pretty neat. And the artwork that you've showed off so far is just absolutely gorgeous for that game. Thank you very just much. Beautiful. And, and, you know, that, that is all Naomi Robinson. She is really a, a fantastic artist, not just in terms of her talent. I've really loved working with her as an overall experience. I, I can't say enough good things about her. So what's been the highlight of your Gen Con so far, then? Uh, you know what? I've really, I, I come to these shows because I love seeing all the people that I, I've met throughout the United States. I only get to see these guys, you know, at these different shows. And so that's really neat. I, I get to, to see some familiar faces. I get to hang out. I get to, you know, see what they're working on, share what I'm working on, exchange ideas. And that's the best thing about these conventions. Now, we were just having a side conversation over here a little bit ago about just how extraordinary Twitter has been for everybody involved in the, basically the industry right now. Would you uh, basically agree with that statement? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wish that there were like a, a non-spoken rule that you have to wear your Twitter handle on your shirt <laughs> so that I could know who everybody is. Cause it's, it's so neat. I'm walking around and, and then, you know, you're looking at name tags and you're like, Oh my goodness, you're so and so. And, you know, I've never seen you before, but I've been talking to you for two years. You know, it's so fantastic to finally put a face to that, twi- to that Twitter handle. <laughs> it's very crazy how fast and far it expands in a 140 character universe, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. It's created a very small world. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for coming on and hanging out with us and, and, and letting us know how your Gen Con's going. And again, uh, I look forward to the next game. Fantasy Frontiers? Yes. Fantasy. September 2nd? Yeah. Yep. All September right. 2nd. I'll see you there. And uh, Jeff, thanks for having me on. I really no, appreciate it. No problem, man. All right. <laughs> and once again, we're off to the races. We're going to be talking to Josh Carlson. <laughs> Chip Theory Games. Now, could that possibly be a name our listeners know anything about? Chip <laughs> Theory Games. Have we ever talked about... Chip Theory Games, Jeff? I am glad you asked, Jordan. And <laughs> really not. Hoplomachus, of course. We've talked about that uh, several times. We reviewed it. We talked about when the uh, expansion Kickstarter came on. Yep. Always excited. And uh, it's a great, great game. Uh, I'm sitting with a pocket full of chips right now. <laughs> uh, how's your Gen Con been going? Oh, man? it's been going great, Jeff. We, you know, we had. Um we tried not to set our expectations too high. You know, this is our second year, but the first year we were just floating. We were right. floating around and. And this year we uh, we got a crew of about eight eight people uh, to come and help us demo the game. We got about eight hundred hours logged for demos. Nice. And uh, the tables have been full yeah. throughout the days. So that is just 
smiles all the way across. All right, our and team. the good news. Come on, yeah. give everybody let yeah. everybody know the good oh, news you had. Okay, yep. Today we sold out. We sold Today out sold of our out. game. Now, technically, you sold out on Saturday pretty yes. early. Yes. Today your selling out is actually you sold off your demo copies because <laughs> yes. the game is that awesome, people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It, it's been awesome to see, like, again, just the reactions. This time about we, we, we got in, uh, Rome and Pompeii. So the two mm-hmm. new cities of the expansion, yep. we got in the chips. So we were able to roll out, uh, the 2v2 co-op play. And nice. so to see four players go into battle like that, it was, it was pretty spectacular. Very nice. <laughs> Very excited. I'm looking forward to some of that yeah. myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the really cool things about what you guys do too, and, and not only here, but when we were hanging out at Con of the North and all that good stuff, you guys just, you have a lot of fun with oh, yeah. what you're doing. I mean, you do the, the Plinko game, uh, <laughs> you know, to, to give away some stuff, uh, or, but you, you draw people in with your passion and your enthusiasm, yeah. but you also have the life size game we do. going on. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that right. one because it's okay. just a stroke of genius, my friend. <laughs> well, Adam and I love to disc golf. And so, you know, in Minnesota, we were like, all right, as we were disc golfing, we were like, you know what? This, uh, this one particular putter looks awfully, you know, familiar and, uh, it could, it could probably pass as a poker chip. And so, you know, that poker chip, that red health chip that we put under all of our chips, uh, for Hoplomachus, you know, let's make a giant version and let's use disc golf discs as our chips. And, uh, so we went to work on that. We made decals for all of them and, and, uh, we even got the little, the, the sticks kind of like the, I don't know what the craps table kind of you'd oh, see yeah, at a yeah. poker where you grab those dice or those chips and pull them across. So we're, we were pushing and pulling dice and chips all over the carpet up here at Gen Con this yeah, year. It was, so it, it's just a cool <laughs> thing to see. Like I said, it's yeah. your, your guys' passion and enthusiasm mm. for the game really comes off, cool. which I think, uh, I mean, it's, it's obviously, I think it's a, a extremely solid game, great mm. game, but mm. you guys just seeing your passion for it sells mm. it a, a lot cool. too. So. So what has been your highlight, your, your biggest highlight of Gen Con so far? Um, you know, I think, you know, we've, we haven't left the demo tables very, very far. You know, yeah. we, we went through the exhibitor halls and that's been awesome to see what's new this year. But I would say, it, you know, the, the pride of walking back to our tables, seeing them full, seeing our guys, the, you know, giving their time to, to demo our game. I mean, that, that was the best. That was the best part. So right. absolutely. Awesome. All right, Josh. Well, thanks for taking some time and hanging out with me. Jeff, Again, Chip Theory Games, Hoplomachus. Thank you. All right. We are continuing on with this wonderful, wonderful evening of podcasting. Who are we talking to tonight right now? It's Nathan from Cosmic Wombat Games. And I'm Jeff. Yes, Jeff Cornelius and Nathan Cornelius, of course. We've talked to Jeff in the past. We talked about Stones of Fate, a great, great game that we reviewed and did a preview video for. How has your guys' Gen Con been going so far? Oh, it's been going great. We had a great time at the uh, publisher speed dating event, and we played a lot of tech games with new designers, and uh, we we found a couple we think we like. So it's it's been great. Yeah, it's been a been a great experience to meet a lot of people, have a lot of people demo our games, and uh, meet a lot of great people, uh, play test a lot of games. Now we we actually were just looking at, so we've seen some of the new art that's coming for the relaunch of Stones of Fate. 
It's a beautiful, beautiful looking game. Loved it before. Think it's awesome now. The art way, the, the artwork you put in place. When are you looking at maybe doing that relaunch? Are you are you uh, got a date in mind yet? Or well, first of all, thanks for uh, checking out the art, and we really <laughs> are glad that you really like it. Um, we're thinking right now that we'll probably wait till after the holiday season, and we're going to probably bring it out in uh, February or March time frame of 2014. Okay, I know that's not the only game that you've got in the works, though. So, what what is uh, your primary focus right now while you're waiting for that to kick off again? Well, our other game that we have currently is uh, currently called Campaign Trail. It's a uh, two to six player game, politically themed. You're vying for the presidency. Um, there are scandals, there's debates, there's fundraising, uh, a lot of different campaign elements, advertising, and so forth. And there's a lot of uh, back and forth. A lot of you know states go back and forth and, and things like that to uh, get the uh, total number of electoral votes and become the uh, president. Is there any way? Uh, that this could be rethemed to prime minister and provinces. Um, if I knew more about that political style, possibly. <laughs> and the Bronadian speaks up. <laughs> uh, so you guys have been demoing both over yes. the week. Over the week, and, and how, how has reception been so far? Do you guys think? Well, we've had quite a few people come out. Uh, many times we had two uh, sessions of the game going on at once, so we had like ten to twelve people playing the game at once, and I think people have really liked it. Great. We've also actually been able to have uh, several times, actually, uh, several people came back twice and played it multiple times. We nice. also had people that had played it last year at a previous revision. It's been revised several times since last year that have played it and have been really impressed with the improvements and the changes. So it's been good to see that feedback as well. Awesome, awesome. So what, what has been your guys' highlight so far? What is, what is your favorite thing about Gen Con this I year? I think so far um, it would probably be the uh, card and board game designer meetup group on Friday night. Uh, we got to meet a lot of the designers that we had seen previous the previous night, the publisher speed dating. But more than that, we got to really sit down with them and play their game and really talk to them about the mechanics of their game and, and what it did and why they wanted to bring it to market. And same? Yeah, I would, I would agree <laughs> with that. Uh, same thing. The, the two events, publisher speed dating and the uh, designer meetup, have been great opportunities to meet uh, various potential uh, game designers and play their games a little bit more thoroughly and get a feel for uh, what's out there. Okay. So camp campaign trail is uh, your focus right now. You're, are you going to try to bring that to Kickstarter here soon? We are, yeah, developing campaign trail. It's got a few minor tweaks we want to make. We don't feel like it's fully ready for production quite yet. Uh, we got a lot of good feedback from playtesting it here at the uh, con, and we're going to take that back and incorporate those. We're thinking actually about a Kickstarter probably in the fall of 2014 to okay. coincide with the election season in this country. Ah, there you go. There you go. Good idea. All right, guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with me and taking a little bit of time to let us know how your Gen Con is going. Thanks for having us. We appreciate right. it. Take care. All right, so next up, we've got a uh, voice you've never heard on the podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So we're going to talk to Chevy Dodd for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. All right. We've already talked to Chevy Dodd, though, so we know everything we need to know. Thanks. Goodbye. <laughs> wow. That was the best introduction and exit ever. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, how's your, how's your Gen Con been going? This has been a really interesting Gen Con because I've really not promoted myself at all. I've just been here to kind of support others, and I wanted to play games this year because the last few years have been just trying to support myself and build my little network. Yeah. But this year was like, I just want to play games, and I've got to do a crap load of that. You, you got to do it, man. Yeah, right? it's been great. <laughs> All right. So what has been your highlight then? What Have you got anything that's really stuck out for you here? Your highlight game? 
or highlight of Gen Con in general, or yeah, if you got a game that you've really enjoyed so far? The highlight is still always just the people. Like, I just <laughs> love talking to people and giving advice. And this year, I got invited to be on a panel and got, you know. Yeah, there was, you go. That yeah. was awesome. Games-wise, um, honestly, the highlight for me, which is amusing, was uh, Space Cadets Dice Duel. All right, nice, yeah. It's amusing because I'll never buy it. Like, <laughs> my group would never play it. <laughs> But we played and this, that's a you know, great endorsement. But we played this amazing four-on-four game, and yeah. it was just like, I gotta have a cigarette. This is, and I don't even smoke, <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta smoke after playing this game. It was just unbelievably fun. Yeah, uh, craziness. Nice. And um, and then I so I'll give you an exclusive. Oh, what? You want an exclusive? What? I I picked up uh, I picked up little uh, little prince Antoine Balza Bruno Cathala. Okay. Did Little Prince. And uh, I happened to see Bruno in the booth, and so I walk over, and I'm like, hey, Bruno, you know, I'm a game designer. Mm-hmm. I love games that are simply, that, that appear simple, but offer complex decisions. Mm-hmm. Thanks for making this. And he's like, oh, you know, it's Antoine's game. Mm-hmm. I just helped. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, can you sign it? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't have a pen. <laughs> and so Bruno goes, pulls a pen out of his pocket, and he goes, I have a pen. Because I'm a professional. <laughs> so, yeah, I got crapped on by Bruno Cathala <laughs> for my lack of professionalism. Nice. But the truth is nobody ever wants my signature. So uh, I've asked several times. You always turn me down. But I always want you to sign your hat and give it to me, and that yeah, never that never works. Sorry, yeah. No. Yeah, no, no. but I mean, without the hat, what's the signature worth? It's true. I mean, that'll go on eBay My a lot. My signature's so, you know. unrecognizable. <laughs> it's the hats everybody's going to buy right. on eBay. Yeah. The yeah. Chevy Dot exclusive. Yep. <laughs> yep. Bought oh. a new one this year, so there's a hat shop here in Indy. There you go. There you go. Hey, I know I know you said you weren't really here to kind of promote yourself, but you got anything that you're working on that you want to uh, let people know about? Uh, I mean, in general? I, you know, so I did spend some time in the Game Crafter booth this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they offered me some time, and it was really the first time I got to present some of my Game Crafter games to the general public and get their reaction. Yeah. And uh, I generally am not a fan of my own games. Really? And, yeah, all right. We've so, never had that conversation. So, um, <laughs> Leathernecks, I, I, I played some Leathernecks 43, and I played Tuesday Night Tanks, and I was overwhelmed with people like, this is amazing, where can I buy it? And so Leathernecks is a great game, by the way. I haven't played Tuesday Night Tanks yet, but I, I do. I did enjoy the time I got to play Leathernecks. So. And, and people were saying the same thing. Like, this is really awesome work, and I get it. And so, you know, I, I, at some point in this whole adventure of trying to be a recognizable game designer, I should probably promote myself. <laughs> and I, I am actually proud of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday Night Tanks, I have plans. I have future plans for it. It's okay. not just going to sit stale. I've got add-ons and bigger ideas for it uh so with the response that i got here i'm going to keep working on it and uh see what happens so great that, you know and those are all on the game crafter nice well you know you gotta love that though i mean the just the uh people that don't know you validation of just sitting down and simply playing your game and and uh you know they never know what what you never know what to expect from them coming Absolutely. up to the table yeah it, it's it's just it, it's good it's good right. stuff well, you know, um, we got to get you back on sometime for uh, a real session. No, nah, we'll definitely do that. Yeah, because we'll uh, I always enjoy talking to you, man. You know Thanks, that. we I, It's it's a great time. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> All right. But I'm going to let you go, and we're going to see if anybody else needs to get on the mic. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thanks a bunch.
All right, next up is another unfamiliar voice to the podcast. <laughs> uh, we're getting so many strangers on the mic tonight. Don't you owe me money? That What? No? Huh? <laughs> Who are you? Why are you in my bed? <laughs> Jeffrey, oh. it's so good to see you again, my friend. <laughs> what a wonderful you, con, huh? It's been awesome, hasn't it? It has. Oh, my God. It, you, know, you know you've done a good con when you wake up in the morning and you kind of think to yourself, I've worn these clothes three days in a row. And I don't care. This is why we don't room together. This is why. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up every morning and go, yep, shower and new set of clothes, my friend. You need to learn the rules of the road. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's like, um, like well-seasoned walk, right? You know, if you clean it all the time, you, you just don't get the right kind of flavor and you need the kind of game flavor. Oh, hi. This is Cyrus from Father Geek, by the way. <laughs> oh, did we, did we, we totally, skipped that far? <laughs> totally failed that. The level of professionalism, again, off the mark. Incredibly well done. Well, let's see. We're on Saturday. How many hours of sleep total have we gotten this week? Ah, uh, if, be- it, if it's seven, I'll be happy. I, if I counted it on both hands, I'd have fingers left over. <laughs> really, just. And, uh, how I still have a voice, I have no idea. Yeah. La- you know, last year I had no voice whatsoever, but I think I was doing a lot more screaming in the, in the halls itself. And yeah, this, yeah. this time around, I just made sure that I had all the people I wanted to speak to close by. <laughs> so you just, made a barricade? So, Is that what I'm hearing? Exactly. And if, if you were I too decided, far away, I didn't even bother talking I de- to you. I decided that none of you knew it, but you were my entourage. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Also, sound barrier. Nice. You'd be surprised how quickly seven oh, bodies could, muffle sounds. We could use a sound barrier right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what, uh, what's been the highlight of your con so far? Honestly, and I know this sounds like one of these silly kind of hallmark cop outs. It's it's been the people. It's there, it's been so much fun meeting you know all the different folks. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the mic off now. Oh, what, what what's your real? It. No, stop it, stop it. You know the, the the neat thing about you know being being a reviewer. I mean, yeah, you you, you get you get to play a lot of neat games while it's happy, but it's it's meeting lots of different people and all the different, you know, the video game reviewers, the you know, the, the other written reviews, the designers, the game publishers, and, and meeting all those folks is a lot of fun. No, oh, it it's it's crazy. I mean, yeah, that's that's what I seem to have spent most of my entire time. I didn't yeah. play so many games, I didn't do so many demos. But right. man, did I talk to a ton of people! I, I, I gotta say the the one the one thing I am disappointed about that I did not get to do at this con is play and don't kick me when I say this. <laughs> oh, don't kick I me know when it. I say this. Please don't put this on record. I'm gonna put it on record. No, I am upset you're gonna make, oh. that I did not get a chance to try. I hate you right now. The My Little Pony uh, card game. Uh, but, but wait, but let me tell you why. Uh, there, there, <laughs> yeah, there is no telling me anything about that. I I want to I, I okay and I okay so if there are any bronies out there listening nothing but love and respect for you that's great you guys got your own culture that's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> but it's I when, anytime I took I poked my head in on the on the uh, the, the demo room all I saw were men twenty five <laughs> to maybe fifty five years old that that was that was the range of the demographic and it's like oh okay maybe maybe that represents the brony population that's fantastic. Yeah. But I want to try the game. I mean, it's super easy to make fun of something, anything, right? But I, I want to yes, see. I'm making I, fun of you right now. <laughs> I want, I want to see what it's about. I want to see what it's about. I have no doubt that it's. I'm not going to understand a word that's going on. To like, <laughs> how, how much sparkle power do you have to tap the the the, the, the flying rainbow of color? I have no idea what that means, or or anything, honestly, with the 
with anything <laughs> dealing with my little ponies. But I, I, I want to try it at least once. Want to try it? So that that's my that's my disappointing story of the con. I wish I wish there yes, was time. Yes, it was a disappointing. I wish story. there was time. You know, and I I don't have any you know little girls. I mean, all my I just have three very manly men. For uh, for children, and uh, so there's no chance in hell that <laughs> my little pony came yeah. will be at my house. <laughs> That's awesome. What was yours? What, do you, do you, what was your best con or best con? Best what, was con? Your, what was your best, best game? Ever? What was your best game of the um, con? A game, just straight best up. game, best yeah. game. Uh, well, I didn't get to play a whole lot, and of course, we're going to try to play tonight one that I've really been interested in. Which, which was, one was that? The Pathfinder card game. Oh, did you finally learn it so you can teach me? I read through the rules the last two nights, and I got to the last page just as my head nodded off with the rule book still in my hand. So we're, we'll do very well up to the very end. Yeah. We say, what is the end condition? Like, like, well, it gets a little fuzzy. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The page kept disappearing on me. No, and, not <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we, so hopefully we'll be able to give that a shot tonight. Uh, otherwise, I mean, like I said, I didn't demo a lot. I mean, we played some games that have been out for a while after hours yeah. here and there. Uh, but I did get to sit down with Corey Young, and he taught me Gravwell, which just got published by Cryptozoic. Yep. And that was a lot of fun. I did enjoy that. I picked that up. And, oh, very uh, good. Corey signed it for me and all that good stuff. So, oh, very nice. Uh, that I, I was very very pleasantly – not pleasant. I shouldn't say pleasant. I was actually looking forward to that one. So I'm glad it was something that I was still willing to pick up and stuff because I've known Corey for a while, too, and he listens to the podcast. So right. so, it, so you, you read about the game, and then yep. – up to that point, it was all just kind of speculation, but it delivered on the table. We, it, both Jordan and I had kind of talked about it on Geek News and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I knew Corey was a listener as well, so that's why I, I also wanted to make sure it was included in Geek News. But uh, Jordan had had it on his list as well. So we talked about it, and just it has a lot of interesting mechanics in reading, right? Because right. that's all we were doing at that point. So right. just the reading of it, it got us very interested in it. So I'm glad to see that the play followed through with what mm-hmm. I was thinking on the reading. And it was, so that's awesome. So again, congratulations, Corey. Well uh, done, Corey. Yeah. So that I, I would say that's my highlight. My disappointing factor, I'll go ahead and uh, since since he tweeted it out today or yesterday, was when he tried to introduce me to some other people that we were playing with and he forgot my name. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. <laughs> Cryptozoic, drop that game now. I will stroke your cheek <laughs> lovingly with my left and slap you hard with my right. <laughs> so no, that that was uh, that was great, and no worries. It was a long day for well, everybody, clearly, especially clearly if you're in the there's hall. nothing to worry about because you you long since got over it hours <laughs> after the fact, and you're still talking about it only because it's an interesting storyline. Yes. <laughs> and Corey's a great guy. I, I, I've had a lot of fun uh, getting to know him and. I sat down and interviewed him recently, so that was a lot of fun. That was nice. So you and I, Uh-oh. hopefully in the uh, distant future, here not distant, near future, it's late. It is late. <laughs> so the, late. <laughs> in the near future here, uh, and Lance are all going to get together and do that uh, reviewer press or whatever you want to call it. I am done. You, you pitched this idea to me much better. I know. Earlier in the week when you had more sleep. Yeah, I think it'd be fun because, you know, we, every, every reviewer brings something different to the table. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm, I say it all the time. And, you know, all a reviewer is a person with an opinion that happens to have a loud microphone. I mean, they're no, no better than the average gamer. They don't know anything more than another person. But, you know, ha- having an opinion is everyone has it, but they'd be able to, you know, share it with other people is something completely different. And you know, we all three have very different 
ideas about right. what makes a quote unquote good game or what you know a game yeah. worthwhile. So it'll be fun to sit down and talk and see what the thought process is. Yeah, and I, I really like it too. For, uh, like you said, not only do we have different ideas and stuff, but it's kind of cool that all three of us work in different mediums. Yes. So that'll be a nice little nice little thing too. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But brother. Let's. I'm gonna let you go so I can see if anybody else wants to get on the mic so we can get to playing that game. Excellent. All I right. love you. Thanks. I love you too. Oh, <laughs> no, my little pony. I've got a hundred thousand comics carefully collected And all the action figures for them carefully selected The posters and promotions for each superhero movie My ringtones rank further and Ash saying I've got each permutation of the Xbox and PlayStation My anime collection is the finest in the nation 